Okay, quick space riddle. Why is the search for life in the universe like a tree? Because you're always looking for a place to plant it. You know, plant it, plant it. Okay, settle down. Anyway, water is the basis of life in any part of the universe. So potentially inhabited planets must have liquid water on them to support life. An incredible number of circumstances must come together for this. The planet must be in the habitable zone of the star. Then the temperature and atmospheric pressure on the planet's surface will be suitable for simple life forms to begin to evolve. A little closer to the star and the water will evaporate, leaving no chance for oceans and seas to form. This is what happened on Venus. It has a size and mass similar to the Earth, but it's too close to the Sun and no life can exist on its surface. Too far from the star and the planet becomes too cold. Water can only exist in the form of ice on the surface, and there just might be liquid water deep below. Neptune is one example of this. In addition, the planet must be solid and have an atmosphere that protects it from solar radiation and allows living organisms to breathe. In our galaxy alone, there are countless stars. Really, you can't count on them. Near each one of them may be a planet. They're called exoplanets and some of them may be in the habitable zone and have everything for life to form on them. From a list of 4,500 known exoplanets, scientists have identified 24 that can be superhabitable. This is the type of planet that is suitable for the existence and evolution of life even more than the Earth. Such planets must be twice as massive as the Earth and 1.3 times larger. A bigger size means stronger gravity and a denser and warmer atmosphere. This will ensure a greater diversity of all living organisms on the planet. In addition, we should pay attention to the host star around which the superhabitable planets will orbit, and there should be a McDonald's nearby. Ideally, it should be smaller than the Sun and have a lifespan of at least 15 to 30 billion years. For comparison, the lifespan of the Sun is under 10 billion years, and it took about 4 billion for complex life forms to appear here. Stars such as the Sun can simply run out of fuel before life can develop on its exoplanet. Scientists suggest focusing on dwarf stars. They're smaller and less luminous than the Sun, but their lifespan can be between 20 and 70 billion years. This will give living organisms enough time to develop. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Up and evolve. Climactic conditions on superhabitable planets will also be different. The average temperature should be 8 degrees Fahrenheit higher than on Earth. And there should be more water in the form of clouds, liquid, and humidity. These conditions are the most favorable for biodiversity. So the whole planet would be looking like tropical forests on Earth. All 24 candidates for the title of Better Than Earth. Hey! are more than 100 light-years away from us. And with the advent of the new generation of telescopes, 
we'll probably be able to find out exactly if there is life there and if the conditions there are suitable for humans. Now, let's take a look at the potentially inhabited exoplanets. Tea Garden B It's an exoplanet that orbits a red dwarf star about 12 light years away from the solar system. Typically, red dwarfs can emit flares that blow away the atmosphere of the planets in its orbit. But this host star is calm and relatively passive. Tea Garden B has almost the same mass as the Earth. It makes a complete circle around its star in about five days. Yep, you got it right! A year on Tea Garden B is less than a week on Earth. Hold on to your hats! The furthest potential inhabited planet is Kepler-1638b. It's in the constellation Cygnus, about 3,000 light-years away from us. It belongs to the super-Earth class, it's twice as wide and four times as heavy as our home planet. The gravity on it will feel much stronger. Even a normal jump will be much harder for you than on Earth. Although, if this planet is really inhabited, local life is used to such conditions. LHS 1140b This planet is very rocky and solid. Although its size is only 40% larger than the Earth, it's seven times as massive. It has a strong gravity of 3.25 g's. For comparison, when you take off on an airplane, you experience an overload of about 1.5 g's. So on this planet, you'd barely be able to stand on your feet. Because of its large mass, this planet has a thicker atmosphere. And because of the greenhouse effect, its temperature can be above 19 degrees Fahrenheit. And it rotates around its star quite quickly. It makes a full circle in just 24 days. And now, let's look at the constellation Aquarius. Here's an ultra-cold dwarf, Trappist-1. A small planet orbits in its habitable zone. It's three times lighter than the Earth. Its temperature is similar to ours, but the gravity is half as weak. But we would still feel comfortable there. Remember the people that went to the moon? There, the gravity is only 16% of the Earth's. That's what makes the astronauts move so funny. Kepler-452b is in a system that resembles the older sister of ours. The host star is only 11% older than our Sun and is almost 2 billion years older. The exoplanet itself is 6.5 billion years old compared to 4.5 billion of Earth's. But these sisters are very far from each other. If you travel at the speed of the New Horizon spacecraft, it will take about 26 million years to get there. So bring a big lunch! This is the closest exoplanet to us, Proxima Centauri b. It orbits the red dwarf Proxima Centauri, which is the closest star to the Sun. This planet is just 4.2 light-years away from us. Its size and mass are very similar to those of the Earth. It probably has an icy structure, like Neptune. Although Proxima Centauri is the closest star after the Sun, we can't see it with the naked eye because it's too dim. So, all these planets, including the 24 that scientists have recently found, are in the habitable zone of their host stars. And, in theory, we can colonize them and make them suitable for human life in the future. But here we'll have to solve one big problem. Even the nearest exoplanet is too far away for us today. Our modern rockets can fly at five times the speed of sound. And even at such speeds, 
It will take us more than 100,000 years to get to Proxima Centauri on one of them. Well, we need to come up with something a bit faster to travel to a new home on one of these exoplanets. And perhaps scientists already have the answer. Warp drive. Ooh. This is a piece of technology that will allow us to manipulate space and time. It creates a kind of a bubble in which the normal laws of motion don't work. So the spacecraft will be able to significantly exceed the speed of light. And this isn't science fiction. Humanity already has such technology, although just in theory yet. It's Alcubierre warp drive. And no, I didn't make that up. Since no object that has mass can travel at the speed of light, we need to do one trick. The spacecraft has to move by compressing the space in front of it and expanding it behind it. Thus, not only the ship is moving, but also the space-time inside this warp drive bubble. And the maximum speed can be 10 times that of light. But to warp the space-time, the ship must be incredibly large. And to power it, we'll need the amount of energy close to what the whole planet of Jupiter generates. Still, recent calculations of NASA's Jet Propulsion Lab show that the ring around the ship which should create the so-called warp field, shouldn't be perfectly round, as it was thought before. It can be more donut-shaped. Ah, donuts. This will greatly simplify the design and construction and will make it possible to test this technology on a spacecraft the size of a Voyager 1 probe. Even though it still seems impossible, scientists are already saying that there is hope. And while we don't know what technology will be used, in 2069, NASA plans to launch its first interstellar mission to explore potentially habitable planets outside of our solar system. Various rumors say that the speed of light can be achieved with laser technology. If the probe is very small, it can be launched to the Alpha Centauri star at almost the speed of light. There are also two other alternatives to power spaceships. These are nuclear energy and energy from matter and antimatter collisions. Ooh, these technologies are still a mystery to humanity, though. Well, for the time being, stay tuned.